Hey, everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City in Edmonton. And I point out Edmonton, Brent, because we're kind of going across the country here on this one. It's going to be a little chaotic today, Bryn. I'm joined by some of my best friends, realtors across the country. And um, we'll try to keep this under control, but these are all amazing realtors and even better individuals. So today we're joined by Ron Neal out of Victoria. Hey, Ron. Hey, Brent. Uh, Ken Eddy out of Calgary. Hey, Brent. Leslie Benzik from Toronto. Hello. And Greg Hamry from Ottawa. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Let the chaos begin. So, uh, obviously, every week, Bryn, we talk about what's going on in the Edmonton market. And this week, I thought, let's talk about other markets in Canada because it's obviously different as we go across the country. And we'll start with a brief talk about what's going on in each marketplace. We'll start out in Victoria. Ron, if you don't mind, can you give us a brief summary of what your real estate market was like in 2020? Well, it was uh, unexpected, you know, with the uh, pandemic hitting in March, uh, I was in a panic and things stopped for about a month, but then they started up again and we reached a level we haven't seen before. Um, inventory is low, there's lots of buyers, prices have been going up. Um, our team had our best year ever. Congratulations. Ken, how was Calgary? Well, as you know, Brent, you know, Calgary has uh, head offices for the energy energy industry. Mm-hmm. And since back in 2014, there's been a lot of pressure on the energy industry. And so we've been sliding ever since then. And the Calgary real estate market has followed lockstep. Now, the good news is Calgary has a young and highly educated population that they truly believe in the benefits of home ownership. And for the first half of 2020, even though we had a pandemic, it was it was tough on us. But we did bounce back in, in the say the last quarter. So overall, 2020 for us ended up slightly down, thanks mainly to the historical low interest rates. Thankfully, yeah. plus I believe that when a lot of people had the opportunity to work from home, they realized that they need a little more elbow space to separate themselves from themselves and the kids. So that led to them selling and buying some bigger houses. Perfect. Leslie, tell us about Toronto. Yeah, so Toronto started uh, rocking and rolling in January and February of 2020. And it was basically because of uh, lower interest rates that came in in 2019. And then obviously we went into lockdown mid-March. We went into kind of a stagnant zone for April and May. We started figuring things out, lots of virtual stuff going on. And then, you know, June, the market took off and it was just strong. And uh, we were working 24-7 right through the end of the year. So strong, strong market. And I'm assuming Ottawa might be something similar. Greg? So, yeah, we, we, it was a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, just, you know, tailored off of what everybody else said. It started off January and February just uh, with, with you know, blue skies and, and, the, and no, no slowdown in sight. and then. And then March hit, and we all we all uh, started out on a level playing field where no one had been before. Um, we we never stopped. Our team never stopped working, and we we sold a lot of homes virtually. Uh, some across the country where people have never never been been to Ottawa, and we're buying homes at three quarters of a million dollars, sight unseen. Wow! Uh, 
it, it, it was it was absolutely stunning, and that that really continued through the year, especially virtually selling. Uh, continued. Uh, there was a lot of trust from buyers and in, in agents out here. Uh, our, our our sales pricing. Uh, we had a lot of you know over asking by twenty five fifty, a hundred, a hundred and fifty. There was lots of that activity. And the pricing for the last six months, when you look at the graph, has actually leveled off. The excitement is still there, and there's still multiple bids happening. It's still a very uh, robust market, and and that robustness will continue into twenty twenty one. It's very simply active, insulated, and a strong market. We we've been very flat for years where the, where other markets have been been real, you know showing double digit growth and we were very at a humbling humbling price points and if we saw double digits we, we thought the world was like turning upside down Ottawa it's it's our time and uh, you really see that it, just like everyone else mentioned the rural areas are popping you can't buy late waterfront you can't buy ski resort areas uh, everybody's looking for recreation the downtown market is probably the opportune buy right now in Ottawa uh, for condos, and, and we don't have the university students here this year. We don't have the government people working downtown. So people have left the downtown core. The downtown core is probably the opportunity to buy in Ottawa right now. Perfect. Well, let's start comparing, I guess, big cities to big cities. And we'll start here in Edmonton, where the single family value uh, ended, the median sales price ended at 400000 which is actually up 8% from a year ago. And the condominium Median sales price finished the year at 192,000, which is actually down 7% from a year ago. So our single-family market is really going up, and for values anyway, and our condo median sales price is, is is still heading down as it has for the past five years. Ron, what are things happening out in Victoria? What's your median sales price for single-family homes right now? Median price year over year was up. 6.8% for single family to 915,000 for single family. Wow. Yeah, and condominiums? And condos actually slipped about 1% to 516. Um, that I think that's just uh, you know, the, the uh, move we're seeing of people wanting, as Ken say, more elbow room, more to spend more time at home and recognizing that they want more space. And what's your forecast for 2021? Where do you think your prices are going to go? Well, with the current state of inventory at the lowest it's been here in 25 years, you know, people are battling with each other to buy the limited inventory, and it's going to continue to push prices up. Um, I've seen lots of different estimates, and uh, I think we'll see a, a single-digit increase. To, you know, it might get close to 10%. Five to seven percent, say that'd be my guess. Yeah, no, that's why you live in British Columbia or BC. Bring cash. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll head back to Alberta here and and south of me in Calgary. Ken, what's the single family median price in Calgary now? In Calgary, single family is four hundred and seventy thousand, and that's wow. up just one percent. Mm-hmm. Now, the condo apartments, they're two hundred and twenty five thousand. That's down seven percent. Mm-hmm. And condo townhouses are at 285000 and that's down 1%. So you're seeing almost identical percentage moving as, as Edmonton. Obviously, Calgary's always been more expensive, but almost the exact same numbers of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, let's go to Toronto, where we're going to see some big numbers again, I imagine. 
Yeah, definitely some uh, very, very solid numbers. Uh, I took the liberty of breaking Toronto up into the, the 416 is, uh, is the core. Okay. Uh, the median price is 1.216. Wow. And the 905 is literally the, uh, the suburbs uh, outside of Toronto, spanning from Oshawa to Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, and the median price was 1.106. Um, for condos, uh, it was 516, uh, 516,000 in the 416, 492,000 in the, uh, the 905. So fairly, pretty close. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I didn't get the memo on doing the percentage change, oh. but I, what I did was I did calculate those numbers for you for, uh, for 19, for 2019. Yeah. So for detached homes. Uh, the 416 was 1.1 million. The 905 was 918k. And what we've seen is the discrepancy between the two previously was 100k. Now it's 200k. Um, uh, and pardon me, the other way around, it was 200k. Now it's 100k. So the 905 is actually going up faster than the 416. And for and why, condos, why do you think that is, Leslie? Uh, the, the trend we're seeing is, and we've been seeing for like six, nine months is people moving out of high density out of condos, uh, probably in all the big cities you're seeing this and they're moving into lower density into the suburbs, to properties with backyards, uh, if they can afford it to properties with larger backyards, ravine lots to the country, et cetera. Uh, so that's the big telltale factor there. Do you want the numbers for 2019? Uh, no. How about where do you think it's going to happen for 2021? Actually, let's talk about that. Where where do you think they're going to go for Toronto? Yeah, I think they're going up. I mean, it's uh, it, you know, it, it, as Ron said out in uh, Vancouver Island, I think the numbers are going to go up simply because rates are low. Uh, that's interest rates, and uh, inventory is exceedingly low. Uh, Remax uh, Integra did a, a forecast. They said in the 416, so the core of Toronto, they're expecting a four to six percent increase. And they sit in the 905, they're expecting an 8% increase. And, and I got to say, I, I think it's going to be higher uh, for both. But definitely the outskirts of Toronto is going to be a larger increase than the, uh, the core of Toronto. Thank you. And last but not least, definitely one of the hottest markets in the country, Ottawa. Greg? Well, we're four hours, four hours down the 401 highway. Yeah, uh, from Toronto, and you can buy two homes in Ottawa for the same price as one in in uh, in Toronto. So good two good homes in Ottawa. Pitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of four one six phone calls coming in, but uh, especially with our young uh, high tech boom here, and and our government jobs with pensions, there's uh, the national capital is, is is pulling in a lot from not just Toronto, but seeing a lot of Alberta places as well here lately. Our average Price uh, as of December for a, a residential home was six hundred four, six hundred four thousand. Wow, that's up twenty twenty point six percent. Wow, and the price of a condominium uh, here is three hundred and fifty six thousand, up fourteen point four percent. A lot of that wow. growth was in the beginning of the year, but it's it's still strong. We have a we have a. a Fifteen to twenty cranes in the sky here, and the majority, eighty percent of those cranes are building rental unit only. So 
so rentals, rentals, uh, that's so lease, lease buildings, buildings for lease. Is it, um, is it a big shortage of listings there in Ottawa? Well, we just, uh, the number of, so December was historically high. There was no, it didn't feel like a, a normal December the holiday season where you kind of wind it up. What used to be 20 years ago was the 15th and then it, it kind of creeped into the 20th. We, we sold a house Christmas Eve. We closed the house New Year, first day of New Year's. We sold houses already this year. We have listings going on. The, the, the business in October, uh, there were 710 residential homes. It was up 33.7% for activity. And that's, if you look at the inventory for right now, and, and, and I'm not including condos, so you're looking at uh, 900, almost 1,000 units sold. Well, there's only 1,300 listings active right now on the whole market. Wow, um, and 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 only a third of those have been on the market for for less than thirty days. So some of that product that's on there is misleading because it's it's to be built. Uh, so if you're looking for something that's thirty days away, sixty days away, sixty days would be a normal closing for us. It's it's uh, we're 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 actively looking. Wonderful. Well, our price point from our price point. So we broke our price points down under three fifty is really disappearing. Yeah, at under three fifty price point, the three fifty to six fifty, which is what used to be where our average price point was, is is at seven percent growth. But our six fifty to luxury is just off the charts. It's up ninety percent, and luxury is what really drove our. We saw some price increasing in in, in December, especially in the last two weeks of December, and it was yeah. all high end stuff. I mean, we never talked million dollars here before, even though we're not far from Toronto. Million yep. dollars was very rarely talked. It's talked about every day here, and it's not. It's it's not a big deal. Interesting. So um, we'll talk about. Uh, you'll hear things on the media talking about a seller's market or a buyer's market, and we'll go back out to Victoria. And and Ron, what kind of market would you describe Victoria right now as? Oh, absolutely, absolutely a seller's market. There's very little for the buyers to choose from. Um, our inventory is the lowest in 25 years I just did a spot check and single family homes for sale in the greater Victoria core right now 156 wow and what what would that number normally be to give us some perspective over a thousand interesting um, and do you, do you, the big shift I mean low interest rates certainly a big part of it but the thing that is really different today than it was a year ago is the number of high-end buyers who are coming in from other parts of Canada who would have been, you know, the snowbirds going to Florida or Arizona or something. Um, they're escaping the weather and coming to Victoria far more than they typically do. Um, we've also got very wealthy repatriating Canadians coming here from other parts of the world. Um, and it's pushed our high-end, as you've experienced, uh, Greg, in Ottawa, too. You know, we're getting seen activity that we haven't seen before. Do you have the sales to listing ratio? Um, well, there were a total of 8,497 sales for all of Greater Victoria for the year, with a listing inventory in the range of about 12,000, which includes the pile of relist. So basically, we're, we're tracking at more than 100%. Everything that gets listed is selling. Crazy. Well, uh, obviously that's not happening in Alberta, right, Ken? What's happening in Calgary? It's definitely not happening here. It is a buyer's market, especially <laughs> if you're looking for an apartment condo. 
I could sell you a few hundred today if you like. Secondly, you'd have the condo townhouses, still a buyer's market there. Uh, really a buyer's market. When you go to the high-end houses in Calgary, we have some expensive ones. When I say high-end in Calgary, I mean somewhere between 800000 and $4 million. A lot of these bigger houses, when you talk $3 million, you talk $2.5, you are buying them at cost. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you happen to be bought out or of below, a company. Or below cost. Or below cost in some cases. If you're bought mm-hmm. out of a company and you've got some money to invest, there's some great opportunities in the higher-end single-family houses. Where it gets tighter is in the low to mid-range. And if you're in the 400000 to $500,000 range, good houses are hard to come by. Good locations, good, solid houses. So it, overall, mostly a buyer's market, spurred on, of course, by the low interest rates. But then again, it's the cheaper, low-end, single-family houses where it switches to more of a seller's market, but just slightly. And then, do you know your sales to list ratio in Calgary? You know, I'll take a pass on that because I didn't calculate okay. that. No problem. <laughs> it, it, it's a d- depressing one after talking to Ron, uh, where he's uh, you know selling 100% of their listings. Obviously, uh, I would assume Calgary is quite a bit lower than that. Next, Toronto sellers market, Leslie. I'm going to say overall yes. Uh, there's <laughs> different layers in the market, different price points. So if you you know if you're looking at the downtown core, uh, single family homes is definitely a strong sellers market. You know, as you go up into the, you know, the over the 5 million range, it starts trending into a balanced market as you probably hit like 10 to 15 mil. Uh, you know, obviously that's high end luxury. You're going to, you're going to see more of a buyer's market. Condos downtown, uh, definitely overall a buyer's market. They came down about five, five and a half percent through the course of 2020. Condos out in the burbs in the 905, uh, they've gone up about 5.5%. So they've done very well. So seller's market uh, and obviously single detached properties in the suburbs have done extremely well. Very, very strong seller's market. Uh, We don't track the percentage uh, number you're tracking because our our listings are so skewed because cancel relists all the time. Uh, and it throws it out of whack. But what we track is months of inventory. And, you know, throughout the, you know, the GTA, it's anywhere from one and a half to two and a half. Uh, so it's extremely low. It, it, it's a pretty strong seller's market for the most part. And then for our Edmonton listeners, just to to compare, if, if Leslie's got a, a month and a half of inventory in Toronto, in comparison, in Edmonton, it's anywhere from six months to a year and a half's worth of inventory, depending on what price range you're looking at. Greg, Ottawa, definitely a seller's market. You were telling me the other day that it, for some of the multiple offer situations, it's 100000 over list price. Yeah, that's every that's every day. We got 30 days worth of inventory or less. Um, wow. So, you know, it's, 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 it's robust, as I said earlier, and uh, mul- multiple bids are, uh, there's no top end. There's no top end. There's lots of expectation that we haven't, that you haven't seen anything as far as pricing goes when it comes to Ottawa. I'm still a little bit hesitant on that. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's whatever we experienced in the last half of 2020 is continuing. It certainly doesn't feel like the first week of January. It feels like we've been back to work for a month and it's pretty exciting. Oh, good for you. You know what? Um, I don't often get to 
to sit in a, in a conference call with four of the top realtors here in Canada. And, and let's just talk about what we've just gone through here um, as we wrap up this episode. And 2020 obviously changed the way that we all had to do business, regardless of what type of market we're in and what city that we're marketing in. Uh, I'm going to ask you one at a time, what did you do differently in 2020 that you haven't had to do in, in any of your careers in the past? Ron? Oh, I spent an awful lot of time focused on keeping people positive and believing and really reached out to our people. When I say our people, I mean all my customers that have been business with in the past, people who are in our service providers, just, just got in contact with people saying, hey, is there anything we can help you with? And um, we came out the other side of this unexpected, you know, that, you know, that it was so good for us. There were so many out there have gone through so much hardship. It's been really hard to watch. And we've been actively looking for ways to help and support those people who are suffering with it. And anything different that you did in 2020 compared to your previous years in real estate? I think there's two things to, to look at is one is that the buyers and sellers are more educated have higher expectations than they've ever had in the history of real estate sales. But when you combine that with the pandemic, it, it forced us to be on top of the market daily, reporting to our clients, any change in the market, keeping them updated. Had the, I hate to say hold their hands, but we had to be with them all the way throughout the entire sales process from start to finish. They wanted to talk to you. They didn't just want emails. Picked the phone up. We called a lot of clients, had long chats with them. And what they discovered because of what's going on in Alberta here in the energy industry, people just wanted to talk. You know, when you're ta talking to them, they feel, okay, you know, here's, here's Ken calling. He's professional in real estate. Let's have a long talk. And they ended up being 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time chatting with our clients. Leslie, 2020, what did you do differently? A lot of virtual uh, sales, a lot of virtual meetings, virtual open houses, a lot of virtual uh, listing appointments uh, and virtual transactions, especially in the early part, in April, in May, in June. As the economy started opening up here in Toronto, uh, we went from phase one to two to three, which was fully open. It almost was kind of back to more face-to-face -face meetings and the virtual slowed down. Uh, and I'm going to say right now, even we're still doing a lot of face-to-face -face meetings, a bit of virtual. I mean, we're doing team meetings, obviously, virtually. We're utilizing a ton of safety protocols. So obviously, I'm sure all of you are throughout uh, Canada at your, at your showings, setting up sanitizing stations with gloves and masks and all of that, ensuring realtors are, are well set up. You know, realtors are having to sign disclosures prior to showing a property. I think that's pretty much become very, very common today. Uh, so those are those are the uh, the big ones. Uh, you know, utilizing things like Matterport, 3D uh, tours on listings, dollhouse walkthroughs, uh, floor plans. So a lot more and a lot better utilization of uh, of really multimedia tools, stuff like that. So I think that, that covers a lot of it. Um, and I found, you know, really a big thing was, even with my team, 
everybody took this pandemic in a different fashion. Uh, and for example, some agents were stalled. Some agents were very fearful. Some agents were out there after it. Uh, and I got really frustrated trying to motivate everybody to work. Once I stopped doing that uh, and I just went hammer time, it was, it was, uh, it was the best thing I ever did, right? That's right. Uh, hammer time. And thinking of my life. Yeah. He, he, all my lines. He's got all the good stuff. He just gave you everything you need to know. Uh, I, on. We were very much, uh, communication uh, became more important to us than ever. And not only communi- daily communication with our team, uh, you know, you look back to March 12th, I'd never heard of Zoom before and, and someone, <laughs> and I should have bought the stock. Um, and I've been on a Zoom call every day since. Yeah. So to be our engagement with our customers, we're better agents today. We're, we're better agents. We're, we got the time to stop and look in the mirror, sharpen our pencils and start and, and educate ourselves. And our time with our, with my team, every morning we meet at 830. It's a virtual thing. They will never let it go. I will never miss one of those meetings. That time with my clients on closing where I never had that opportunity. The lawyer would say, listen, I've got this. Leave us alone. We don't want you involved. Where now we're involved. We're talking to them days before. We're talking to them the day of closing. They're dealing, getting the key from us or our interaction and our customer experience is gone to another level. And it's so important. And it, and it just, it's, it's a better, it's a better commitment from us. And we needed that. I, I think it's a better professional experience. The care, the, the, you know, the COVID, COVID safety stuff, it's with, without a doubt. Uh, virtual, um, we've even changed our media. Um, people aren't in the cars in the morning necessarily. They're not, they are online. They are, our website traffic is, is doubled. Um, people are, and, and, and our video, uh, our video content is, is so important today. And it, it, it allows a buyer to buy a home without being in Ottawa, where you're really telling the story. And we've been doing videos for over 10 years. We've been selling virtually for over 10 years. We just didn't know it was that important. So yeah. when, when this came, it was easy for us to transition. And if you want to call it that, but we really never lost, lost a lot. I mean, April was, April, everybody was scratching their head going, what happened? But, you know, it was, when we heard the, from the economists to say that we're going to slingshot out of this, and that really, you know, that was so true. We started communicating that to our buyers saying, buy now, buy in April, because we're going to slingshot out of this. Right now, there's nobody out there. And some of those buyers saved when the day they moved in their house, they were ahead by fifty to 100000 It was incredible. We really appreciated their trust. But that was because of virtual the virtual tools that are out there today that you could really sit belly to belly on a on a – on a phone Zoom call and really understand what they were looking for and then show them that product in detail. Yeah. And that trust was amazing. But communication was, was what it was all about for me in 2020. Well, I think the, what this has proved more than anything else is that the cream rises to the top and, and especially in, in unusual circumstances. Anybody can sell houses when it's easy, but um, I, I found that across the country that the best agents uh, in each marketplace for those that were proactive and not necessarily just reactive to the marketplace. Uh, gentlemen, we could be here for hours. I enjoy talking to you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, again, uh, from Victoria, Ron Neal from Calgary, Ken Eddy in North Toronto, Leslie Benzik and Greg Hamry in Ottawa. You guys are the best. Appreciate you joining us here on Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. Hey, guys, and also we will, we will have, if this is okay with you guys, we'll have all your emails on the, uh, on the show notes. 
if that's okay, if somebody's listening okay? wherever they are, because people on podcasts are listening all across our country, and maybe they're thinking of moving to your neck of the woods. So if that's okay with you guys, we'll go that route. Brent, we also have to tell people, because this is your podcast, how can they get a hold of you? You can reach our team directly at 780-464-0075 or online at macintoshgroup.ca. This was fantastic stuff today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh. This is Just Sold, and we'll see you next time.